ladies and gentlemen, Cardinal fans of all ages, welcome to Chris and Coach Beyond the Box Score. I'm Chris Grace. I'll be your host, joined every week by current Wesleyan Athletic Director and former head football coach, Mike Whalen. Each week, Coach and I will interview some of your favorite former Cardinals and find out exactly what they've been up to. Without further ado, it's time to check in with the coach, Mike Whalen. Coach, it's been a week. It feels like it's been two years, but we're back again, and tonight we're doing things a little differently as we welcome in two of the finest student-athletes that Wesleyan has to offer. It's going to be a really interesting and fun podcast tonight. Yeah, Chris, we, you know, we talk about you know beyond the box score and what that actually means. Well, tonight we're going to have the opportunity to talk to two of our best and brightest student-athletes that have been uh, you know leaders on the field and off the field. Uh, in the classroom, outside the classroom, and uh, two just uh, outstanding Cardinals that are going to talk to us about uh, their experiences during their four years, where they've come from, how they've got here, and uh, I- I'm excited about uh, you know uh, you know giving our listeners an opportunity to get to know two of our current Cardinals. Yeah, we're pumped about it, and that's coming right up. But before we do that, it's a weekly segment that. Basically, everyone I know can't stop talking about. They want to hear the voice of the man behind the scenes, Mike O'Brien, producer extraordinaire. Tell everyone how they can stay connected with Chris and Coach Beyond the Box Score. Yeah, so as always, we want to hear from our fans. Um, We'd love to hear some feedback, any suggestions. Uh, So you can reach us on social media, on Twitter, and on uh, Instagram at at Wes underscore athletics. You could also email us at athletics at wesleyan.edu. Uh, and then we're also now on Apple, too. So we'd love for all of our fans out there to subscribe on Apple and give us some, give us five stars. Subscribe, review, hopefully five stars, um, and tell your friends. Once you click the subscribe button, Chris and Coach will just get dropped in every Wednesday or Thursday whenever our new episodes come out. And we've got some great guests still coming up, so we're looking forward to that. But without further ado, well, we're welcoming in two great Cardinals. It's one from the football team. That's Babila Famute. And representing field hockey, Myla Stovall. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Chris and Coach Beyond the Box Score. We're doing things a little bit differently tonight. Coach if, Coach, and I have talked to some of your favorite Wesleyan alums over the previous few episodes. But tonight we're going to check in with some current Cardinals as Coach and I are joined by Babila Famute and Myla Stovall. Seniors at Wesleyan right now, both athletes, both very involved on and off the field. We're going to catch up with both of them, find out everything that's going on in and around the campus in Middletown as we check in with two of our favorite Cardinal athletes. Coach, great to be with you again. Our producer, as always, Mike O'Brien, and and we want to say welcome to Babila and Mila. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you for having us. Thank you. So, guys... um... You know, I think it'd be really helpful for our listeners if, if uh, you each could kind of just uh, talk a little bit about uh, how you found out about Westland and, and, and talk a little bit about your, uh, you know, your, your uh, being recruited to Westland and, and uh, you know, so far your experience at Westland. Yeah, definitely. I can go first. Um, so my name is Abila Famute. Um, again, thanks for having us on the show. Uh, a little bit about myself, though. Um, I'm from Decula, Georgia, just outside Atlanta. I've uh, been there born and raised all my life. Um, coming here to Wesleyan, you know, definitely was an interesting experience. 
uh, I was actually looking, I knew I wanted to go to some sort of Ivy League school, um, without a doubt. And so, you know, I was really looking at Yale and Brown. Those were two big schools I was mainly talking to. And I was uh, just like researching online and I just stumbled across an SCAT. And, um, you know, I've seen all the schools there, but what really drew me to Westin was honestly just the diversity of the school. It was the most diverse of all the NESCAC, and that's what really um, appealed to me. Um, you know, it was already a great, um, you know, educational standing as Westin is. So, you know, that's what really drew, drew me to it, talking with Coach Dice, uh, the head football coach, and Coach Dan, you know, I sent my film to him. Uh, they got back to me, and they really liked it. And, you know, I just, it's crazy, because I actually never even visited Westin before I committed um, so I, yeah, I never visited. I just seen pictures of the games. Uh, I was just, you know, talking with Dice, talking with Stan. So, uh, yeah, I never visited, but just, you know, doing my own research and just looking into it. I was, uh, I was just honestly in my kitchen talking to Dice and I was like, yeah, you know, I want to commit to the school and came here. Now I'm a senior now, um, you know, fourth year in great experience. You know, I definitely, definitely would recommend this, you know, for my kids, for anyone to come to like Western school, just the liberal arts education is top tier. Um, athletics and academics have both, you know, pushed me to be the person I am today. I've definitely like grown a lot. And, you know, so it's definitely been a memorable experience and made some of my lifelong friends here. So definitely enjoyed it. That's awesome. Milo, what about you? Yeah. So I would say I kind of had a similar and a different path. Um, I'm from West Orange, New Jersey. So I was pretty familiar with, you know, the NESCAC, um, just, you know, small liberal arts schools. I knew that D3 was where I kind of wanted to go because um, I wanted to have that nice balance of, you know, academics and athletics. Um, so I kind of just, you know, went to a bunch of different tournaments, really just kind of threw my hat into the ring and kind of saw what happened. Um, I got an email from a few NESCACs, but Wesleyan really stood out to me. Um, I paid a visit. I really kind of rode towards the school and really attached myself to it. Um, I really see myself here. Um, I think it's a really creative and, you know, inviting inclusive place and I told myself that I wanted to pick a school for the school um in addition to the athletics um but I really wanted to be able to know that I'm picking a school where like I can grow as a student um and grow academically and athletically um so I really just you know talked to the coach um coach Clutcher Porter is not here anymore she retired um but she was a really lovely woman um really really loved to kind of like be under her wing for my first year um now I'm with coach Christine Kemp and she's been phenomenal um an absolutely amazing amazing coach um so really really just great process overall I couldn't pick a better school and I'm really really just happy to be here all right that's great so now we got a little bit of background for everyone involved and uh you know, Babila, you talked a little bit about the diversity that Wesleyan has. For me, as someone who kind of grew up in the area, I was always fascinated and kind of intrigued by this campus here in Middletown. It always seemed like such a unique place, so many different people of so many different backgrounds, but really deep thinkers and, and unique perspectives. Um, I know both of you guys have a huge role in, in, in the Student Athlete of Color Leadership Council here at Wesleyan. Can you talk a little bit about your experience um, in, in that council and also kind of, um, you know, you both, you both have pointed out just how cool of an environment it is because of the diversity, but first with you, Babila, someone coming from the South, speak about what it's been like for you coming here and, and kind of experiencing that, you know, that, that kind of environment here in Middletown. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so coming where I'm from, it should be known like my high school, I went to a public high school and, uh, where I played, I was like one of the, um, it was the best like county in Georgia. So all of our high schools were like, my school is 2000, my schools were like 3000, 4000, 5000. So like, I'm used to this big environment of Westland with, um, the student population that it is. And like coming here, um, you know, my high school was a lot more diverse than 
what Wesleyan is now. So it definitely was like an experience, um, you know, definitely interacting with everyone from different backgrounds, different ethnicities. Um, so that definitely was, you know, an interesting experience and, you know, just being more willing and more open to, uh, you know, having this conversation, getting to know people, understand where they're coming from. So, you know, that definitely was something that even though at first it was like, well, like, you know, this is a little weird. It definitely was something I was like, oh, like, it's actually pretty cool. It's like pretty cool to embrace all these different um, beliefs and backgrounds and what people bring to the table. So that's definitely how that experience has been for me. It's definitely been cool in that sense. Um, and, you know, speaking to the council, uh, how that's grown, it's definitely been a cool experience as well. You know, coming here, I believe I joined my freshman or sophomore year. Like I remember when I first came in and, you know, just seeing it grow to what it is today definitely has been like a, a really cool experience, you know, just, uh, just uh, um, getting to know everyone in the NESCAC, the other councils in the other schools, um, getting to meet new students, meet new people, having, uh, you know, these meetings, like it's definitely been a great experience just watching the progress. Milo, if you could just piggyback on that a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, I um, came from a school that was a bit of the opposite. I was, you know, one of very few women of color, just people of color in general in the school. So coming here, I was pretty familiar with going to like a PWI sort of institution, used to kind of, you know, having to kind of find my people in a sense. So that's why I really kind of leaned on the council, especially, you know, coming right off the bat into school um, here at Wesleyan, you know, again, you know, being one of the only people of color on my field hockey team. Um, so I really just am really grateful to, you know, have this experience and have this resource to not only be a part of the council, but, you know, have a leadership position on it now. Um, so I can really kind of, you know, see how the council is growing, kind of contribute in some way to kind of be that support system that I found when I first came here. Um, but I really think that this place is really, really, you know, one of the greatest universities to kind of have these conversations. I think people are extremely open, extremely willing to, you know, challenge themselves, challenge their beliefs and beliefs, you know, external to Wesleyan. Um, and I think that the council is really helping to, you know, kickstart those conversations and kind of be a resource for not only student athletes of color, but for, you know, student athletes who, you know, might not have these conversations typically or aren't used to having these conversations in like an athletic standpoint. So um, I think we're really making a lot of great strides. I'm really, really happy with the work that we are doing, the work that we um, are about to do. And I'm just really, really grateful for all of it. And, I, you know, I know, um, you know, working with the two of you, uh, has been, uh, you know, incredible from my perspective as the athletic director, just, you know, watching the two of you not only navigate on our campus, but also take a, a leadership role within our conference and uh, the NESCAC. And uh, if you guys could both just talk a little bit about how, um, you know, in terms of at Wesleyan, us being a little bit ahead of the curve compared to some of our NESCAC partners uh, who, um, you know, are, are just kind of just starting out now, even this year, uh, with a council and, and, um, you know, how you guys have been able to, uh, be a resource for them as they develop councils across the, the, the NESCAC as, as a whole. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, last year, my junior, we first had the first ever NESCAC, um, uh, student after color council and uh, that was like the start of everything i was like you know a very cool experience um you know very grateful for nescac and all the ad's and coders coming there to set it up and you know from that uh we you know we realized that you know like you said western is you know we said Amherst is also doing phenomenal things too you know um if not better um tufts is doing well and, but there were other schools that you know didn't really have that developed council like we did 
Um, so it's definitely been an experience now from coming in through the summer to where we are now. Uh, we meet consistently. Um, we found it to be easier uh, to meet like more organize the groups to where within SX where it's more local. So, you know, we really have like smaller group meetings with, you know, Trinity and Con College. Um, and, you know, those two schools and their council are doing great. You know, they're just Trinity um, doing great themselves. Con College starting out for themselves too, really getting traction within, you know, their athletic and academic administrations. Um, so it's been great. And, you know, as even though we are, you know, that resource for them, like giving them advice on like, hey, these are things that we learned and picked up as we hosted our own events and our own things, stuff like that. Um, it's also been cool, like listening to them too, because they definitely bring great ideas to the table. They talk about phenomenal ideas and projects and issues we're trying to start themselves. And, you know, the way they run the council has um, been something that, you know, we also take part of in ourselves. So it's definitely been like, you know, give them a cool relationship. It's definitely been, you know, um, one we continue to like, you know, grow and progress with. And, and, and Myla, if you could talk a little bit about, I know recently we, we just did, you, you know, the council just uh, hosted a uh, kind of a career, um, you know, mentoring type of uh, panel discussion. Uh, and uh, if you could just talk a little bit about that and how that went off. Yeah, of course. So we just recently partnered with the Gordon Career Center here at Wesleyan um, to have a consulting and finance um, kind of like Q&A um, informational panel um, for student athletes of color here at Wesleyan. We had um, a bunch of alums um, come on Zoom and kind of talk about their jobs, how, you know, COVID may have impacted it, um, how, you know, being a student athlete of color may have affected, you know, getting the job for kind of the process in which they got those connections and things like that. Um, so the actual, you know, preparation process was really, really informative, really nice to kind of communicate with everyone in the Gordon Career Center. It's an amazing, amazing resource just overall for students. Um, but the people that we've been working with have been absolutely incredible. They're so sweet, um, so willing to, you know, help in any way possible, you know, you know, monitor these obstacles that we have with COVID now and really try to, you know, make it as informative and you know worthwhile for the students here um, as it can be so we're really really happy with how it turned out we had an amazing turnout um, both from alums and from you know attendees um, really really informative you know I'm not really someone who is interested in consulting and finance but I still learned so much and really just got a lot to like to take away from it for when I you know hopefully progress into the um, career realm um, but we're really looking forward to kind of you know broadening it with more careers in the future we actually have a meeting i think next week um to kind of work towards our next um event with them so we're really really excited good and and bila talk a little bit about you you had a great internship last summer uh talk a little bit about that experience and, and kind of where you hope that you know that leads you next year Oh, definitely. And before I start, I want to note that like that whole, you know, internship experience started with, you know, through West, actually, it was the start of my sophomore summer entering my junior year. Um, I actually, I was, you know, turning down, I had to turn down an inter internship in New York because you know, I didn't really have, you know, the, the funds to pay for everything. So I was at home and um, Coach Dice sent out an email. Um, I believe it was like a West alum, but just, you know, just something going on with the center. And it was a leadership experience uh that was hosting down in atlanta and you know i got it and from that i got to do the interview and get my internship this summer and you know it was a phenomenal experience even though it was you know virtual which definitely you know sucked uh it definitely i definitely was grateful for you know Central to still even having some sort of internship opportunity and putting the work that did into it because i seen so many of my friends um lose theirs and it's like so disheartening to see um but you know doing that this summer it was definitely a growing experience uh despite being virtual they definitely did a lot to where i got to network with people 
company, um, you know, network and connect with people who are doing things that I want to do, tackling these hard, you know, hard topics that I want to tackle as well. You know, through that nine-week internship, you know, I was blessed uh, to get the full-time offer to be out in Charlotte, North Carolina next year. So, you know, I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, you know, once again, just like the interesting opportunity was something that like, as soon as I grew from it, you know, uh, I felt like, you know, I put a lot into it and it was something that was, you know, very cool to do as well. So I'm very looking forward to, you know, be out in Charlotte next year. This is Chris and Coach Beyond the Box Score along with the coach Mike Whalen. Today we're lucky enough to be joined with two very impressive senior athletes from Wesleyan. We've got Babila and Mila joining us today. Guys, before we transition a little bit, what are the social media plugs that people can look further into everything that you guys are up to right now with the Student Athlete of Color Leadership Council and everything you guys have going on? Uh, so, yeah, you could definitely follow us on Instagram. Uh, that's our main one where we post everything going on. So it's at West underscore S-A-C-L-C. Um, and then also at, on Facebook as well. Uh, our Facebook group is the same thing, I believe, at Wesleyan um, S-A-C-L-C. Very cool. You guys are doing great things. I know you're going great places. Coach and I, typically, we call it Beyond the Box Score because we want to go a little bit deeper into things beyond the world of sports. But I want to take a little time because I'm a sports guy and this is just what I do. Um, I want to talk to both of you about your sports experiences. And, you know, I'm directly connected to both of you guys. I got to experience some, before we touch on, you know, what's going on right now in the world of sports, which I know is depressing for everybody involved, especially, you know, uh, this fall and, and last spring. You guys both had some really memorable moments in your seasons last year. So first off, Myla, I know you guys had a transition period, but really started to turn the corner. And I was there. You guys had one fantastic night. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Do I need to go any further? No, yeah, that I think is one of my favorite memories here at Wesleyan for sure. Okay, so if I recall, it was maybe like a, like a Thursday night or something. It was under the lights. Go ahead. Tell everyone what happened. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so that was our game against Tufts. Mm -hmm. um, they were, at the time, ranked number five in the country for D3. Um, so really, really incredible team. Um, but we actually had a really awesome upset win. It was 1-0, um, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it was it's a lot, trust me. <laughs> um, so it was really a phenomenal, phenomenal game. I mean, like I can't express enough just how much that was a truly a team win um everyone really wanted it from the get-go we held on um you know got that goal and really just stuck with it and again like I don't think I can really think of a time in my life in the past that kind of matches the happiness and just the overall you know pride I felt to you know be a Wesleyan Cardinal and kind of play the sport that I love um and kind of just have that amazing feeling of winning. So, again, it's sad that we couldn't really have that this fall, but, you know, fingers crossed for next fall because we really are looking forward to playing them again and really just having some more wins on our on our record. Yeah, I, I mean, I remember being there that night and kind of going into it and saying, you know, just watching you guys, you girls, um, the, the, the improvement was noticeable. I mean, you guys had really improved. But, you know, sometimes you can improve and just not get the results. And in, in the NESCAC, in sports like women's field hockey and women's lacrosse, every I mean, you got six or seven teams that are ranked in the top 15 and the top 10. It's so hard to try to get better. But you guys got so better. So to see you guys get that result, for me, it was one of my favorite favorite moments covering a sport because it was, it, was this, it was one of these great things. It was like you guys were defending with everything you had for the last five minutes and shot after shot. And when that final whistle sounded, it was pure joy. I just felt so great for all of you. And I was so happy to see you guys get to experience that. So it was a great night from my perspective. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, I loved it. 
and and coach, I know you were there with me uh, for a couple of great games. So we, we got a couple to choose from, but I think the two games that stood out the most to me last year, Bila, was obviously the Williams and the Amherst games were just absolute bonkers. So I'd like to ask you from your perspective, what was, you know, what was your favorite moment from either and or both of those games last year? Um, Let's actually, you know, I'll make it easier for you. Let's start first with the Amherst game because that was absolutely bonkers. And I wasn't there, but I watched it. So tell me about your experience uh, just trying to deal with all the twists and turns of that crazy football game. Uh, that game definitely had so many highs and lows. Like double overtime definitely does like does a lot for you like mentally as far as, you know, mental fortitude. Like, like you're supposed to play four quarters, but now you got to play two extra. So it definitely is um, – Definitely was a lot, but really that game was was a lot of fun. It definitely was a team win as well. Um, you know, everyone coming together and like just really holding it down in their job, like just doing your assignment and coming together as one unit. Um, you know, <clears throat> first going into overtime itself with the missed field goal, it definitely was like, ah, oh, like dang, we gotta play another another quarter. But it's like, all right, you know, we gotta get right. And so it was like letting up, we gotta get right. And then double overtime where their kicker missed the field goal and like he completely blew it. Like it was, <laughs> And I was like, we really got this. So, we, you know, we came together and, you know, Danny got the pick. Um, you know, we took it to the house and won. And that was honestly, like, one of the most greatest wins double overtime on their homecoming game, on their field, singing the West song, like, three times on their field. Because, you know, why not? And it, it definitely was a great experience. And the only way to possibly top that would be what happened the following week. The following week on our homecoming weekend, overtime, that was also a very like crazy like the whole season honestly was like just a great season. But Williams game, um, that one, that one I love that game just because they talked a lot of trash. Like Williams talked a lot of trash, so winning that game meant a lot more just because got to rub it in their face. But um, winning little three was great. Uh, definitely was a great game. Williams was a phenomenal team. They definitely you know had us at some points. You know we definitely had to fight for that. You know dig team to win that game. Stavi David Esvez had a phenomenal game. Like. Triple, triple, he did everything, honestly. Um, and, you know, coming together to win that game definitely was a normal experience as well. So I know Coach has a lot to add to that, but before we get there, Coach, I got to point this out because people don't know this. Coach has a facade of being a really tough, you know, he, he's a football coach, he does all these things. Everyone knows that who knows Coach. That game, when that game ended, I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit this, Coach gave me one of the greatest hugs of my life. I mean, he gave me, when that <laughs> game ended, the pure joy on uh, Mike Whalen, class of 83's face, was something that I've only seen a handful of times in my life anywhere. And I know it meant a lot to Coach. It meant a lot to me just being able to cover it. And I'm sure it meant a lot to you getting to experience it. And hopefully it makes up for not getting to experience this year playing football, getting to have those moments. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, you know, even though you know we won't be able to play this year, like having those memories is just phenomenal. That team in itself is like, you know, forever my brothers, forever family. Um, and we'll never forget those memories. Yeah. Even Trinity itself was kind of crazy. You know, so. so many memories, Tufts as well. But, yeah, so many memories. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I would add is, is uh, you know, I think I think coming from behind, back-to-back weeks, uh, you know, to, to, to uh, uh, you know, against your arch rivals, uh, you know, one on their field, as you mentioned, and one on our field, uh, you know, to, 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 to raise up to that level, emotionally physically mentally you know on two consecutive weeks is is an, is an incredible accomplishment and then to go up to trinity and to finish it off the right way up there 
uh, I think was just, you know, speaks volumes in terms of the character and the leadership on that team. And, uh, you know, something that, uh, you know, very few teams have done and, and, uh, you know, something that you guys can, can be proud of for the rest of your life. And, and so, uh, you know, kudos to you guys, no question about it. Yeah. I mean, it, from my, from my perspective, it was, it was so much fun covering those games. I mean, the, obviously the crazy shifts of emotion and, you know, you mentioned the Tufts game. I mean, the Tufts game, the Williams game, the Amherst game, all, all the above were, were absolutely bonkers. And, you know, it was, it was so great to get to call those games and coach and I had so much fun. It was a pleasure doing it. We want to shift forward though a little bit, um, you know, explain kind of, obviously no one wants to have what's happening happen, right? No one has signed up for this. We're all just trying to get by. Right. But talk to me individually. First, Mila, what's your experience been like this fall um, with all of your teammates, not having the ability to compete, but still having the ability to be around each other? Yeah. Um, well, first off, just want to say that I'm extremely, extremely blessed to, you know, be able to be with them and to be on the field playing field hockey or even just be at Wesleyan in general. I think there's a lot of sports teams and just, you know, students in general that don't really have that opportunity now, given everything going on. Um, so I am just first and foremost grateful for that. Um, there are some obstacles. I mean, there are some days where you kind of, you know, wish that there was a game that you were playing. It's like a beautiful fall day and you'd be off. Oh, this is like perfect for a game, but you have to, you know, just, you know, get through it. Remind yourself that you're on the field, you're playing a sport that you love. You're with the people that you love. Um, and everything like that. So I think kind of once you put things in perspective, it actually is a very, very fun time for all of us. We're actually really enjoying the time that we have on the field. Um, we just kind of got into the second phase of, you know, our um, COVID practice um, schedules. So now we can kind of be all together as a team, socially distant with masks on um, and kind of, you know, do some more team things, whereas before we were kind of separated in cohorts on the field. Um, so we've kind of gotten really creative with everything. We have, like, outdoor lifts and things like that. Um, we're still able to, you know, like, play field hockey, like, shoot on the cage, um, do some passing patterns, things like that. Um, so we're definitely growing. We're definitely using this as a growing season. Um, and I'm just, again, just super grateful to be there. I'm really loving the freshmen, loving the team, um, all that fun stuff. So really, really exciting things happening for sure. And, and, and Myla, talk a little bit about, you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, Coach Kemp and, and uh, the impact she's had on the program and, uh, you know, kind of what she's building and, and kind of what you see for the future of Wesleyan field hockey. Yeah, definitely. Um, I am seeing just incredible, incredible growth. Um, I think she has really taken our team and really just put us on such a different level than I think I've seen the team both before I came to Wesleyan and kind of my first year and a half on the team. Um, I think we all just kind of have this gear shift um, to really just put everything into drive and really have this motivation to, you know, want to succeed. Um, and again, like, even though we don't have the season this year, um, we're still, you know, giving our all on the field. Coach Kemp is really, you know, pushing us to give 110% every single time. Um, but again, you know, obviously still being that coach, still being supportive, understanding, you know, the external circumstances that are going on. Um, so just to have that support while also, you know, like having a coach that wants you to succeed both for, you know, the team, but also for yourself um, is something that I think, you know, we really needed. Um, and I think, again, like that, it just kind of was showed in our Tufts game. And I think that it's going to continue to be showed um, you know, in the future and as we kind of progress, um, fingers crossed, but yeah, she's been an amazing, amazing, um, you know, addition to the team. Um, and I'm really just grateful to be under her wing. You know, coach, I, I always 
find it remarkable in the NESCAC at a lot of small colleges. These are the epitome of student athletes, and, and both of you are that. You are students and you are athletes. So, Babila, what, what I want to ask you is, um, obviously, w- without the ability to play football this year, all of your focus then becomes on becoming more student than athlete. So how did your football playing prepare you and kind of mold you into the student that you are and the man that you are and the man that you will become even more so when you leave Wesleyan? Yeah, no, um, you know, I, I remember growing up, like when I was younger, I would always have, you know, people come actually, you know, football really gives you the fundamentals, you know, like blue collar mentality, you know, grit, um, you know, stuff like that. And, Looking back now, with my career being over, unfortunately, as it is, it definitely has. It definitely tested that. Um, I feel like it kept me more organized. I realized I had to, like, you know, really get things done. As a student athlete before, but if you have practice at, like, 4, 30, and 7, then, you know, class has throughout the day, you really got to find a time. So when you have the free time, you got to do your work. you got to get your priority straight, stuff like that. So with the free time that I have now, um, it's definitely been, you know, a lot easier for me to be organized, keep up with everything, um, you know, even though times are tough with everything, just the blue collar mentality, just, you know, we're going to get through it. Um, you know, tough times don't last till people do. So just, you know, having that back in my head is definitely, um, you know, just kept me going. And, and, oh, sorry, coach, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, um, and, and, and I need to, to kind of get both of your takes on, on, uh, coach Sean Stanley, cause you've both, uh, you, you know, you know, you, you've gotten to know him on the field, uh, Babilia, and, and, uh, obviously off the field, uh, with um, in his role as liaison for the student athlete of color leadership group, and you know, Myla, you've had a lot of interaction with coach as well, and um, you know, just talk a little bit about the impact that that he's had on on your experience at West. Uh, I go first. Um, yeah, Coach Stan is definitely a good coach. I love Coach Stan. Um, you know, coming in, uh, coming in, you know, he was actually so. Before coming in, he was the person I sent my film to, he was the person I talked to, he was the person who recruited me, coming to campus, he was one who like always picked me up from the airport. Coming being from my um, you know, Georgia I always go find me, always him and Coach Cohen always picked me up from the airport. Uh, he's always been a great support for me, always checking in whenever I had to stay, you know, here over breaks, he'd always check in say if I need anything. So, you know, I've always built that relationship with him since freshman year to this day. Um, you know, with you know, shifting that to the council, working with him in that sense has definitely been cool to see the other side of him too you know see you know how he thinks and how and how he gets it done how he's organized how he always helping out always looking out stuff like that so him being you know our coach liaison for the council has been phenomenal it's been great um he's always asking uh what are things he can do for us what what, are, what do we need he's always you know keeping it in the real like you know you don't have to sugarcoat anything you can completely transparent with coach um so yeah coach stan has definitely been you know a big part of my time here at wesleyan he's been a big help by you know um football career getting me better and pushing me with the council as well to you know just you know being the best that we can be milo you got something to add to that yeah i mean i would second everything that babila said he's absolutely incredible um he was like you know the main person to kind of push me to even join the council to begin with um i definitely was a little hesitant just because you know um, nervous about trying new things is kind of typically my, my mantra. Um, but he was really, you know, 
you know, I think he was like, I think this will be really good for you. I think, you know, you'll really add a lot to the council. Um, so after a lot of, you know, pushing and prodding my freshman year, I finally gave in. It's again, it's been amazing ever since. Um, so just like Mabila said, he has really just been an amazing liaison just, you know, for our council. He's really done incredible, incredible things. Um, really helped us kind of in terms of guidance and just overall support. So just overall, really, really great guy. So, Coach, you know, I was thinking, typically what Coach and I have done, I don't, I'm sure you guys have all listened to all of our previous episodes, but if you haven't, Chris and Coach Beyond the Box Score, at the end of our episodes, we like to throw a lot of our former alums into what we call the gauntlet. And now, what this basically is, is we're giving you quick fire questions. Now, we might have to adjust a little bit because most of these are kind of set up for people who were on campus 5, 10, 20 years ago. I think a lot of them still apply. And if you guys are up to it, you can work together on this one. Or, you know, you could take the high road and pass if you want. But we would, I know Coach and I personally would both really love to uh, put you guys through the same experience that we put some of our, you know, if 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 uh, if Rob King could do it, if, if uh, Jed Hoyer could do it, if Field Yates could do it, you know, I think you two can definitely do it. What do you think? Um, I never want to back down. Let's get it. <laughs> Myla. Favorite professor at West? Ooh, Professor Jesse Nasta, for sure. Uh, Michaela Kingsley. Perfect. All right, we'll, fl- we'll flip the order now. Babila, who is the most influential person in your life? Oh, Ma Dukes, my mom. Myla? My mom as well. Moms yeah. are the coolest. <laughs> nice. What was the first paying job you've ever had in your life? Um, I think I was a, a summer counselor, for like a, for like a nursery school. Okay. Uh, yeah, growing up, my dad owned his own shop, so I would like go with him on weekends, and he would like pay me a little something here and there uh, to help him out. All right, this one is this one is brutal, but I'm gonna ask it. All right, Babila, if you were forced to cheer for one, would it be Amherst or Williams? Amherst. I think I would say Amherst too. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, when you were five years old, what you want to be when you grew up? A ballerina. <laughs> I actually wanted to be a BMX rider, professional BMX rider. Wow. Those, wow. Are, those are probably our two best answers. <laughs> okay. Wabila, what is the best piece of advice you've received in your life so far? I'm about to go what I said earlier. You know, tough times don't last and people do. Um, mine's actually a quote. Um, it's, if it's, you will never, you know, lose something about like losing sight of the shore. You'll never have courage to like find new horizons if you lose sight of the shore. Um, something like that is definitely, I think the best piece of advice for me. (laughs) Great. In three words, describe your West experience. Um, I would say, this is kind of like a hyphenated word, but ever changing. Um, collaborative, and exciting. Nice. Um, growth, memorable, <sighs> lit. <laughs> Babila, what will you miss most about Wesleyan? Uh, the list is so long. Um, oh, I'm going to say probably the liberal arts experience, being able to take like freedom to take classes like outside of my major and yeah do that probably that's pretty fun yeah i i would say 
a bit of a different I mean yes that too but also I think just the access to food and coffee I think I'm gonna miss the most they don't have food and coffee anywhere else but on campus at Wesley no not not under not under a meal plan that's for sure (laughs) okay what was the biggest Wesleyan highlight during your four years it could be anything it could be it doesn't have to be athletics it could be anything. What was the biggest highlight from your West experience? I would say my first West rave was my highlight. See that? I was actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. West rave is like, I've never ever like seen that or yeah, so that definitely. We're getting real serious now. This is the, this is the money question. Avila, who is the one West alum you would most like to have dinner with? Bill Belichick. <laughs> All right. Myla? Um, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Um, yeah. All right. The standard, I think. So if you're keeping track at home, Lin-Manuel Miranda is leading the tally. That's at least three, I think, we've yeah. gotten for Lin-Manuel yeah. Miranda, Coach. They did a pretty good job. I don't know about you, they Coach. Did, they, did. They, they did an awesome job. Congrats. That was well done. I, I agree with you, Chris. Certainly some of the best answers we've gotten uh, to date on those questions. You get different. You don't hear lit as much from you know the alums that are <laughs> that are twenty three years, twenty or thirty years down the road. They don't they don't tend to say lit quite as much. Um, you know, Coach Babila had mentioned it, but we'd like both of you to kind of piggyback on it. Normally, we ask the alums, "What would you tell um, a current Wesleyan student athlete? You know, is the key to success or whatever?" But what I would like your perspectives on is um, if you could go back a few years, what are the things you've learned most about your yourselves based on your experience at Wesleyan relative to liberal arts education and your entirety of your experience at Wesleyan. Milo, you can go first. Yeah, I would say um, definitely, you know, finding more confidence in myself to, you know, try new things, you know, step out of my comfort zone some more. I think Wesleyan is definitely that kind of place. Um, again, kind of coming from a high school that was very, you know, conventional and, you know, traditional, um, kind of having this newfound self-expression, both academically and athletically, and just kind of, you know, personality-wise, I think is amazing. And I think that's kind of what I, I think that's what, it's honestly what I tell a lot of people. Like, I'm a tour guide, so whenever people ask me, like, why'd you come here? Like, what advice would you have for me, um, you know, coming here as a, as a student? I would say just honestly just be yourself, which sounds so cliche, but I think that just kind of like honing that in for myself has been really, really helpful for me and kind of has helped me grow through my time here at Wesleyan. So that's definitely kind of what I would emphasize for sure. Yeah, no, um, I would have to say, yeah, same thing, you know, really like stepping out of your comfort zone. Um, you know, for me coming from uh, the South, my school, uh, it was very, you know, segregated and coming here was definitely a new experience, something that I had to, you know, learn to, you know, do things that make me feel uncomfortable, but at the same time, grow from the experience, you know, and a lot of times, most of the times, honestly, those experiences are something that, like, I look back and I was like, oh, I'm actually really glad I did that, I got to meet someone new, I got to learn something new, I got to, you know, I always came out with a positive experience, something that I could take away and grow from, something like that, so, and that's honestly been the, you know, the hallmark of my whole Western experience, and it, it's definitely been a great experience. And then, and then, guys, one one question, one last question for me is, you know, if, if not just athletes on your team, but, but 
you know, in the, in the, in the, in the broader sense, you know, athletes across the board that, you know, all will be returning, um, you know, the underclassmen that when that will be coming back to, to play next year, you know, one piece of advice that you would give them that, that, you know, that, that they could, uh, you know, looking back on your career saying, yeah, if I had known that when I was a, you know, first year, a sophomore, junior, you know, that would have, that would have really helped me. What, what's that piece of advice you'd give? Um, I'm go first. I have two actually. So first is, you know, whenever, whenever a West alum comes back or whenever you get an email from a coach or something about, you know, attend this event, do this thing, like definitely do those, you know, those are things that, you know, people put together for you with, you know, great intentions. So there's definitely something for you to grow out of whatever attending those events may be, but, you know, definitely do those things. I think that's what helped me get to where I am with my job offer and everything. So I definitely emphasize doing that and also definitely enjoying the moment. Um, you know, people say high school goes by fast, college goes by faster, honestly. Like, my college, I'm a senior now, and I really vividly remember my freshman year, like it was yesterday. Um, so, and I know in college, everyone longs for, you know, being older and, you know, traveling, stuff like that. But enjoy the moment of where you are now, people you're with, because, you know, when are you ever going to be able to, you know, live in junior village again with all your, you know, junior friends, stuff like that. So, definitely enjoy the moment. Yeah, I would definitely say um, kind of on the same vein, like take those opportunities for growth that are provided for you kind of through your team, through your coach, through the athletics community in general. Um, just like on an athletic standpoint, you know, like if it's coming in early to like get a few touches in um, before practice starts or scheduling an individual with a coach, um, those have really been super helpful, you know, just in terms of my skills on the field, um, but also academically just kind of I think that athletics kind of provides us so many resources so many connections um and I think just kind of utilizing those um will really get you super duper far um so I definitely think that kind of finding those areas of growth um within yourself within your team really pushing towards that I think would be the best piece of advice that I would give yeah it's perfect I mean honestly coach it's it's no surprise to me so many fine student athletes at Wesleyan, and these are two of the absolute finest. And thank you so much, guys, for giving us some of your time and, and allowing us to kind of, you know, mix it up a little bit and talk to some current Cardinals and, and kind of get the feel for what's going on around Middletown right now. And and really, it was just a, a very enjoyable uh, podcast tonight. So thanks for spending some time with us. Coach, anything else you want to add before we uh, close this one down? No, just, just, just to say how proud I am of these two individuals, and they've been great leaders on our campus for four years, both on and off the field. And, uh, you know, for all the uh, underclass uh, folks that are listening, uh, you know, you know when, when you arrive here as first years, uh, I often say, you know, find someone on your team that does everything the right way. Find someone that, that uh, does everything right academically, that does everything right athletically, that does everything right socially and as a leader. And, you know, I can, I can a hundred percent say that any of the first year football players or field hockey players should have been pointing to one of these two because um, they are, you know, just, just incredible young people that, uh, that, that I'm proud to be, be associated with and uh, has been one of the really highlights of me coming back to Wesley and is, is having the opportunities to work with uh, young people like, like these two. So thank you so much for your time tonight. And thank you for all you do to, you know, support Wesleyan athletics and make us better, uh, make us better as coaches, make us better as leaders. And, and, uh, 
uh, you know, we, we uh, you know, from my perspective, you know, the two of you will always be two that I'll remember and I'll refer to a law for a lot, many years down the road. So, so thanks guys. Uh, thank you so much for having us. Um, you know, this stuff has been great talk, you know, um, it's been a great experience getting out here and having this conversation with y'all. It's definitely been, you know, hard with, you know, sports, but it's always great to, you know, see familiar faces. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Great. Babila Famute and Myla Stovall just taking some time to let us know everything they've been up to. Make sure you check them out, as we said, on Instagram. They are part of the Student Athlete of Color Leadership Council doing great things, not only on the field, but off the field at Wesleyan. That's kind of the premise of our whole podcast, Coach. It's Chris and Coach Beyond the Box Score. And that's going to close out another episode. Perhaps our, for me, this has been one of my favorite episodes, Coach, and done a little bit differently tonight, and I've enjoyed every second of it. For the coach, Mike Whalen, for producer Mike O'Brien, for Babila and Myla, I'm Chris Grace. Until next time, you've been listening to Chris and Coach Beyond the Box Score, your only Wesleyan University Athletics podcast. Have a great rest of your day, or if it's night, enjoy that too. So long, everybody.